Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 139 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. It's also our first episode in 2023. Whoop, whoop. We are a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and that winner over there is Andy, a.k.a. Mandrake the Magician. <laughs> Mandrake the Magician? What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> He's a defender of the earth. Well, I know who he is. There's a very good action figure of him, actually. But it's hard to get over here in the United Kingdom, yeah. I thought about picking one up because he's just a generically good kind of wizard dude. You know what I mean? Like He is a generically good wizard dude. Like a stage magician-looking fella. Um, But the maker of the figure don't have great supply lines into the United Kingdom. Okay. Yeah, so it's like 55 quid over here, and that's just a bridge too far for me. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Anyway. I know know full well who he is. I was just curious as to why. I was teeing you up to brag about your £60. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Saints. <laughs> so while Andy and I are paragons of Manchester Southampton camaraderie, last night Southampton beat Manchester City. City, yes. Yeah, Manchester City 2-0. Thank you very yeah. much. Off so there you go. On to the semi-finals of the Cup. I didn't even know until my wife said to me, the hashtag competitive wife said, uh, have you heard from Andy today? I was like, no. She said, oh, Southampton beat Manchester City. I was like, did they? <laughs> That's really interesting. <laughs> I only really care if they beat them at, you know, Apex or Dice Bastards or Dice Ma- Marvel Snap or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So here we are then, folks. It's 2023. <laughs> Do you, all, do you all feel different? Do you feel like 2022 is done now? That's a weight off the shoulders <laughs> into 2023? Or is that mythic expectation of a new year come crumbling down? We're, what, 10 days, 11, 12 days? We're recording on the 12th, 12 yeah. days after the new year, and I don't feel any different. <laughs> it's that bit. I hate this bit. It's where yeah, all it's- the excitement's gone, and it's just dark. Uh-huh. Wake up, dark. Go to work, sit in an office. Leave the office, dark. Get home, yeah. Dark. Days over, dark. Not not just dark, but like dingy and miserable. Like the weather. I don't know what you've had down there, but up here it's been torrential. Winds blowing trees sideways, freezing cold. Yeah, I I on my walk back to my car yesterday, I am. Um, the, the heavens just opened. I had I, I had like a spray on suit. Is what it looked like. like it was just <laughs> stuck to me. Oh it dear, in your suit good. as well. And then be dry clean only. That probably. Oh no, I'm not that posh. Oh okay. Just chucked it on the radiator. It's fine the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Put it up in the shower room while you had the shower to get the steam to take the creases out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, minging weather. It's dull, dingy, but it's okay because for the next hour, you have us in your ear holes to cheer you up. That's the plan. We hope so. We've got a few bits to talk about today. We've got a couple of odds and sods to discuss as well as a featured segment. But of course, before we get into all that, my man, I'll ask you, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? No. No. What have you been up to in the last four weeks? Six weeks. weeks. It's been a while. Well, it's been, I think it's been sort of five or six weeks for us, but four weeks since the audience heard us. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I've, I've not been inundated in requests for me to do audio dramas uh, as the narrator, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Listening back to that, I've, I've found that um, uh, I don't do too well when there's a scripted uh, uh, <laughs> lines in front of me. Sound a little bit, well, scripted. Uh, so that that was a interesting eye opener. Uh, although I am very good at voices <laughs> and being a pirate, uh, so that was. Um, um, I don't know, man. We had some correspondence to the contrary. I'm sorry to report. What that they didn't like my pirate. Yeah. Each to their own. I thought it was good. Horses for courses, isn't it? And my Welsh woman is exceedingly good. Like <laughs> it, it was like it was like an episode of Fireman Sam. It was that good. 
<laughs> the shop's on fire. Sam, the shop's on fire. <laughs> oh, no. Where's the little ginger boy with glasses? Um. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, what else have I been up to? Uh, we... Um, well, it's been Christmas, isn't it? It's been fun. Played a game of Cluedo with the family. Um, nearly killed myself after that. I gave up on the family game before that one. <laughs> wow. Cluedo of all things. Isn't it? Well, we usually enjoy it, but when the ballroom and the kitchen's been like dropped on the floor before <laughs> before the game starts and we're wondering why... There seems to be an abundance of murder rooms. Uh, that, that kind of puts a downer on it. Um, and kids, right, when they roll dice, like, I mean, I, I haven't even bothered with dice masters with mine. They can't just roll dice. It's like they have to launch it. Like, it hits the table once and then, like, goes under a sideboard or under the kitchen cupboards or something. It's a nightmare. But other than that, Christmas was fun. Um, <laughs> Uh, we played a game last week, which is very, very exciting. Uh, it's the start of our uh, X Men campaign, mm. uh, and old comic book lore man over there has uh, delved deep into the nineteen sixties early episodes of or early episodes editions. Issues, that's the word. issues, issues, issues. That's it. Uh, of from the nineteen sixties, from the 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 early days of X-Men versus Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Uh, so we did one campaign that I believe should be on the YouTubes now, if you want to check that out. It is indeed, yeah. And also the uh, the sort of like the campaign brief for that first game I've uh, posted on a Google Doc that's linked in the YouTube video description as well. So I'll Ooh, keep linked. Every week uh, after we've played another edition, I'll add the next section on i've got six uh installments pre-prepared now i had a little session and moved ahead but yeah i'm using comic book storylines so we've started in the 60s we've got another 60s edition ready for you this evening sir um Amazing. and then we're going to move into the 70s and 80s for the next two i think i've planned two around the 70s and 80s then into the 90s into the jim lee and greg capullo era and then i'm going to bring it up to the noughties i don't think i'm going to go all the way up to house of x i'm probably going to stop there well um, probably a bit of luck yeah <laughs> although exciting news maybe some spoilers coming up later Hold on to your hats. <laughs> um, yeah, look forward to that <laughs> so that's been very cool dice masters wise i won my first game against the brotherhood of evil mutants with my uh, x-men team uh, you did comprising of the the well professor x and his young new recruits of let's see if i can remember this rightly iceman yes and cyclops and jean gray and angel yes and beast one more beast yeah uh along with a couple of uh helpful actions in the it was the airplane and the house yes those Xavier's school for gifted youngsters <laughs> and the blackbird oh it should be more like um oh what's the game we used to play with the crap ip the whiz kids one it's really good what fantasy fantasy realms, realms. the house card <laughs> and <laughs> the airplane card um, <laughs> anyway uh, they've released a new one of that we need to get our hands on that yeah, it's uh, Marvel-themed. And there's a deluxe edition of the original. Ooh, a deluxe edition? Mm. How do they make it a deluxe edition? Is it like made out of... New artwork. Pewter. New artwork. It's got the expansion in it and Fantasy Realm-themed card sleeves for your cards. Uh, I did like that else, game. I think. Yeah, we, I, I played, played it a little bit over Christmas. It's on my list to mention in the... Uh, what have I been up to? Oh, cool. Um, so other things uh, let's do the Marvel snap 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 we sh- I should do a theme <laughs> snap 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 Marvel snap 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 when you're on the loo and you need a game it's here for you it's Marvel snap <laughs> that's quite good just made that up 
That was uh, very melodic. <laughs> a proper RJ retro that. Quite the earworm. <laughs> I don't know that's a compliment or not. So um, I'll take it as such. Uh, so I've been playing Marvel Snap a lot. New season, new month. Um, we've currently got that really annoying altar of death. Um, oh, I love it. You must. You've got a destroy deck. Yeah, uh, it, me, uh, my death She-Hulk deck. That list that I sent you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, loves it. Absolutely loves it. Loves it, it to death, in fact. Hey. I um, I haven't got She-Hulk. I thought I had She-Hulk and then realized um, I didn't. And it didn't yeah. work as well. I've been playing three decks right. recently. Uh, I've been playing the one that Chris sent me over, which is his um, death uh, I'm sure you'll probably be able to explain it better, but basically destroy lots of things to get free death. Moon girl, get two free deaths. Um, piss people off <laughs> by dropping two deaths and six <laughs> energies worth more cards on the final <laughs> yeah. turn. Um, uh, and uh, highs and lows with that one. Um, I think She-Hulk probably does help. I've been trying to substitute it with other things. Um, I, don't know, I put in a Rhino just because there was some... I can't remember when I was playing it a few days ago, whatever kept coming up was really annoying. So I just put a rhino in to get rid of that uh, location. Sure. Uh, um, I tried that Deathlock, seemed a obvious choice. Mm. But um, it kept annoying because, like, if, the Venom's definitely the best one <laughs> of the destructions because the Venom destroys things but also keeps their. Uh, attack power yes uh, whereas uh, and then carnage is, isn't as good although you do still get plus two for each one uh, so if they're little then that's fine but if you've got like something with two attack or more it's a bit grinding yeah carnage um, is alright for like your nova you know if you're chewing your nova up yeah so I had some success and some failures I'd like to try the She-Hulk I just need to kind of churn through probably about eight years worth of games to try and get the uh that to come up another one i've been trying i think i might have mentioned it before so i won't go too much into it is the uh omega 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 red omega red yeah omega red iron man onslaught so basically just play whatever you want (laughs) and then when you get to turn four omega red turn five iron man turn six onslaught you get about 50 energy and eight on the other ones uh, and t- what I've been playing lately, I've gone right back. I have to scroll all the way back to one of my first decks, which is a movement deck. Uh, and I don't oh, yeah. know if it's because a lot of people have gone away from it, but I-, I was playing it the last couple of days and I've definitely been winning more than losing. I think people, because it's not the the meta, I mean, I've come against up against one or two in the last few days. People don't seem <laughs> just remember that. I don't care what's on the third location because I'm going to move everything to the left on my last yeah. turn. So crack on. So I'm filling up the left and they're filling up the left. And I'm like, cool. And then I'll shift everything over uh, and um, and then 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 win. So it's been good. Um, I've been enjoying that. Uh, that's really good. It's got all your movement, your ones in it. So Iron Fist, Human Torch, Dagger, Craven, Multiple Man, Cloak, Doctor Strange. If it can move, or if it can, if it can move something, or it gets better by being moved, uh, it's in there. It's um, there. <laughs> and that Captain Marvel is got to be one of the best cards in the game. It's so good. So many times I've gone, oh, I've lost, and then there's little animation happens, and Captain Marvel goes, whoop. No, you haven't. <laughs> it's like, yay! Uh, I didn't even see that. Thank you, game. Um, but yeah, that, that's a lot about Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap, if you're on the loo and you want a game. Um, it's it's there for you. It's there for you. I've already memorised the lyrics. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't remember them. <laughs> okay, then. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's about it. I bought... I showed you Dungeons and Dragons Adventure Begins, the cooperative yeah. board game to introduce um, people into the worlds of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I need to open it up and have a look. I'm hoping to see if we can do something Twitch-wise uh, with the contents of that as a progression on maybe from our fighting fantasy books that we've been enjoying uh, on a monthly basis. Yeah. Um, and I tidied my office and now it's messy again. Isn't that Thank always you. the way? 
<laughs> All right, then. Surprise here. This looks nice. Anyway, uh, so that's me. How about you? How about me? Okay, well, Christmas is uh, is a big gaming time for me and the fam. We tried that Tales of Pirates out that I told you and the listeners about prior to Christmas, uh, and it didn't, it didn't go very well. Oh, dear. Yeah, but it's all right, because uh, there was a, a f- we just fundamentally misunderstood a sentence in the rule book, which meant we were playing it wrong, basically. Um, but the combination of misplaying that rule and also just the pain of getting my family to learn a new game, I've talked about that before as well. They just don't like learning new stuff. They find the first playthrough experience a painful thing to do. Meant that I don't like it either. No, no. Like, well, it's just yeah. a necessary evil, isn't it? I've like, I have, I've surrounded myself with friends that like to do the teaching. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that's helpful for sure. That's helpful like, for sure. Yeah. Rob and Javier both amazing. I used to go around Javier's house every week, and he'd teach me a new game, and he used to really enjoy it. And I'd be like, "That's just so much better than trying to read this rule book." <laughs> yeah. The quality of the rule book can make a big difference. So I've found some to be painful because I just find the way the rule books are written are difficult. And some stuff is dense. I mean, we've talked about it in relation to Dice Masters before now as well. I think there's um, a danger to be wary of that um, yeah, the, the the learning of the game for new players, both out the box and through the teaching experience, could get very tricky if the rules forum continues. But I believe I'm in the minority on that opinion. Um, like but yeah, to- those- pamphlets you get out of a box of tablets that was my issue <laughs> you kind of feel like you should automatically throw it away because it's like one of those little bits you know it says you know don't take these tablets uh if you're human you, know, mm. you will grow two heads but you don't read it you just throw it in the bin and then yeah. take the tablets and wake up with a second head yeah uh so that didn't go very well but we got some of the old classics out so we've been playing love letter uh fantasy realms uh, the game of fantasy realms with my wife and daughter dream home i think i've mentioned that one before it's like a drafting game where you're drafting furnishings and rooms for your house and you get points for you know boring it's actually all right i mean it's just a drafting game it's just skinned in a you know in this theme of, of furnishing a house which works fine in the for the more like the filthy casuals that i live with you know what i mean who, yeah. who game but want something lightweight so um, it does sound boring, and I don't, the theme is not attractive to me at all. But the actual gameplay is pretty standard. You know, you uh, it's a bit like uh, legendary in a way. You know, you draw five cards off the top of the deck, and then you know the person who took the first player token last turn gets to get first draft pick and put it in the house and all that. You know, it's 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 a standard sort of card drafting game. It's just the theme of it. Uh, well, what else have we got out? We got loads of stuff out. Love letter. Oh, cockroach poker, another classic. We went to the pub uh, and took cockroach poker and love letter with us. Um, I feel like we played something else. Kung Fu Zoo's been out. I'm pretty sure Kung Fu Zoo's been out. Um, there's bound to have been other stuff, but yeah, that's, Did that's all the ones. Did you balance? No, we didn't do any beast of balance. Hey, I tell you what, that Kickstarter still hasn't arrived. Still no sign of that Kickstarter. I've been talking about that Kickstarter. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's getting doubtful. I went and had a look the other day on the comments section thing yeah. on the Kickstarter because uh, every now and again, Harrison asks me, when are these new dinosaurs coming for Beast of Balance? Uh, and he definitely asked me over Christmas because we were getting the board games out a lot. And so I went and had a look on their Kickstarter. I went to the comments section. There's loads of people in there going, we've not even had a pledge manager. What's going on with this? And the company are responding saying yeah we know sorry just the engineering of this game is quite complex and it takes a long time you know so please be patient it's it it is on its way but i've been talking about this since lockdown i went i went in on it on lockdown and still not seeing that game so they've got my you know 80 pound or whatever and i've had it for the best part of at least two years now (laughs) you know what i mean prodos games is sat on a a, a, a few pounds of mine for the AVP game that uh, yeah that I've, I got some of but uh, didn't get others yeah so I've not gone in on another Kickstarter since as a result of it it's definitely put me off the whole thing uh, and then we had some sort of party game stuff so I told you about that green team wins where it's all about 
um, not getting the right answer necessarily, but being in the majority, getting the answer that the most people answer on the question. Uh, what mean? do people What do people search for? I think I've mentioned that one too. The one about the uh, guessing the Google results random, for random search terms, um, and then a bit of bit of the old fashioned Pictionary classic stuff. Ooh, classic. Any Cluedo? Yeah. No, no Cluedo. We don't play Cluedo in this house. Oh, that's a good game, Cluedo. <laughs> Is it? It's got a film. And? <laughs> See your designer house game have a film. <laughs> no, it's got it's got a it's got several regular daytime TV shows in <laughs> fact. <laughs> All right. Through Mr. <laughs> Llewellyn Bowen. <laughs> No, I'm not a fan of Cluedo. I find it slightly flawed in a way. I can't put, I couldn't articulate or explain why, but I find it flawed. In fact, we don't play a lot of um, that sort of. We, we play a bit of social deduction game like Ultimate Werewolf and uh, Coup. Um, and Love Letters a bit sort of bluffy social deduction. Well, is it? No, it's more bluffy than social deduction. So, yeah, it's not. It's the type of game that we we roll with. Just Cluedo. I don't think we've even got a copy of it. Then we used to have a Harry Potter like spin-off oh, version. But that's good. Yeah, like Draco did, Malfoy. I'm not sure. I can't remember. With the snake. <laughs> can't remember. Um and then of course the game with you. Uh the Dice Masters, you know, we're about to do our Wednesday night live, although been on Thursday last week and it will be Thursday this week. That's uh that's good. So spent a bit of time putting that campaign together. Um flicking through some old digital editions of classic Stanley, Steve Ditko, X-Men for inspiration, Chris Claremont stuff as well, and getting the campaign together. So that, that was good. It was a good game, yeah. It was good, yeah. I got confused when you said the original lineup. So I had Wolverine <laughs> and Jubilee and all the Rogue, uh, all the ones from the cartoon, only to be educated in what actually is the original lineup. Yeah, so that's... Angel, Angel. Ugh, he just turned up for five minutes in one of the later films. <laughs> yeah, his main OG, main OG founding character is Angel. He's had quite yeah. a story, quite the ups and downs. He was a horseman of Apocalypse. He was brainwashed and transformed by Apocalypse at one point. So there's quite a famous uh, version of him who's got this sort of purple and pink bodysuit thing with uh, metallic wings that fired daggers out of them. That's exciting. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, because if you ask most people, or a big, a high high percentage of people, you know, if you had one superhero, what would it be? They'd say fly. However, Angel, his powers are to fly. So the most popular of superhero powers that people would ask for, yeah, he's a bit naff. Yeah. Yeah, I I will confess that uh, as an X-Men fan, Angel would not be high on my list of characters, stories that when he's the main dude, I'm like, oh, really? An Angel story? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But then yeah. equally, I think uh, Wolverine's too popular and so they lean into it too much. Yeah, but he can fire blades out of his fists. How cool is that? Well, he can. That is true. And he's got adamant nananium skeleton and he can regenerate mm-hmm. that's and he's Hugh all, Jackman. all in all in line all all accurate <laughs> statements by Andy there <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was good and that'll keep us going for a few weeks and that's it other than well I played a bit of Marvel Snap 2 Snap um, Snap Marvel <laughs> yeah playing me me death She-Hulk list that we've just been talking about a bit of uh, Silver Surfer Three cost Silver Surfer shenanigans. Ran Patriot for a little while, but I got boring. <gasps> I got Patriot this week. Oh yeah, yeah. You got an Ultron got or a Doctor Doom, something like that. I think so. I get confused because you have those when it says have random cards. You know those ones where like replace your um, deck with random cards, uh, and I think oh yeah, I've got I have, I've got Doctor Doom and I've got Ultron. Well, there you go. Got some. Have you got Mystique? Yeah, you got there. You got the heart of a winning. Got the heart of a Patriot team there. Yeah, and I you'll mean, definitely have like Misty Knight and Cyclops and 
thing, stuff like that. Yeah. Squirrel girl. Yeah. Kazar, so. maybe. Or blue uh blue marvel. Yeah. All the pieces. I just need to put it together. I think there's about three attempts, but I was like, oh, this needs something that bumps some like Patriot, but I don't have it, but I do now. There you go. Very good. Very exciting. Very exciting. Well, there you go. Coming to a Dice Masters podcast to you near you soon, folks. An update from Andy on his Patriot Marvel Snap oh, team. Snap <laughs> okay, uh, I think that'll wrap things up for intro. That's quite long there. I think we've been churning on for a while, haven't we? We have. You know what? I find it sometimes, I think, hmm, how can I keep my games of Dice Masters fresh and invigorating when there's there's not much product out? Well, it's interesting that you should ask that, Andy, because that is one of our featured segments planned for this week. So we've got a community focus who we're going to bounce into. Just a few announcements, notifications, community news bits. Uh, then uh, a segment where we're going to discuss the this idea of long stretches of nothing going on. How do we keep it fresh and interesting? In the meantime, uh, and then as Andy's already alluded to, there might or might not be some spoiler content towards the back end of the episode. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, With all that said and done, that should bring us to the end of the episode. So uh, should we crack on, my man? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. On to the community focus. This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, okay then, folks. Thanks for sticking around. It is community focus time. Uh, two items on the agenda for you in this episode. The first is uh, the lads over at Breath Weapon X have asked me to put a reminder out there to you, dear listeners, if you're hankering for an online event. They've got one taking place on Saturday, the 21st of January, kicking off at 6 p.m. British summertime. Is it British summertime, BST? Or is it GMT? I always get muddled up. British standard it- time. Um, 6 p.m. UK time on on Saturday the 21st, which is at time of release of this episode, this Saturday coming. Uh, it's an online event, so it's webcams and Discord and challenge and all that good stuff. They have the details on their website, which is breathweaponx.wordpress.com. They're doing a single affiliation-themed format, but, but? you can only... But... 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 You can only play an affiliation that's got eight or less characters, or less than eight characters. I don't know. Go over to their website for the finer detail on that, because I always misquote it and say it wrong. However, what I have heard on the grapevine, otherwise known as Collector Rob, otherwise known as Rob P, otherwise known as one of the two members of Breath Weapon X, that in the prize pool, they've got a foil Hellblazer going in. What? I know. That's- foil Hellblazer? Only a few of us elite Dice Masters players have got those. Mm. That's a very prestigious prize card very promo. Prestigious. Yeah. I've also offered to make a donation, so there'll be a, a little prize package from the Ministry of Dice going in. And you know I always give good stuff good. away. And nearly <laughs> near, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> nearly put me in a in a sensibly situation then, but I stopped myself just at the last moment. Yeah, good stuff away. So stuff. Uh, keep an eye out for that. In fact, I need to sort it out and get in the poster, Rob. And uh, yeah, that's about it. On, playing online's a lot of fun. Uh, we highly recommend it if you're struggling to get a local scene together or, you know, you're just at a loose end and fancy a game and you're on your own in your house. Get your playmat out, get your webcam out and, and jump on the Discord and find someone to play with. So uh, Breath Weapon X is a fine event to dip your toe in the water for the first time if you haven't done so already because it's you know it's like a janky format thing isn't it so you know yeah anything goes yeah so uh, they're, they're always a good place to start and kind of cut your teeth on online play and of course if you're uh, a lot more long-standing experienced member of the community who's been playing online then jump on and show the breath weapon x lads some support and get involved in their event. You may find yourself the proud owner of a foil championship Hellblazer. Oh, nice. Amongst other things. If it, uh, no, I do not have one of them. Oh. You know I don't have one of them, although there might I be know. one coming my way. So, Ooh. Maybe there may have been a deal struck. So, Ooh, how yeah. exciting. Yeah, it's been, uh, that's been one of my kind of uh, white whales, that one. White whales, your Eleanor. Yeah, Absolutely. 
So that's all good. Um, so that's Breath Weapon X Fest. And then a uh, second announcement. So uh, I don't think many people noticed, or if they did, they didn't take much interest in my kind of end of year post that I put out there. Um, we are now getting to the point of the year where we take our hats off and throw them out in front of you and say, you got any money to help us out? It's the Ministry of Dice fundraising time. It used to be, I think the reason why people forget about it and why we forget about it is it used to take place in June. The podcast server fees were due in August and the website yeah. fees were due in September. So we used to start asking for contributions from the listeners to help us with the bills around the summertime. And then we moved providers and we had like a special new customer deal, which meant we didn't have a lot to pay for a year which was nice that was lovely and so we've moved on both in fact the podcast and the the website are being hosted in new locations now uh, but we've got a couple of bills coming due folks and of course me and andy will pay that we'll sort it out um that's fine but a little helping hand would go a long way if you're of the means to do so uh, and would like to contribute to the running costs it's also all the other ancillary stuff like uh, our google drive is always full it's always full yeah you know odd bits of recordings thumbnails photos little bits of video clippets that um i use for the youtube channel and all that kind of good stuff so we're paying an extra monthly fee for the google drive got the adobe subscriptions that i pay so it all it all builds up and we're happy to do so because this is i would argue the most fun hobby known to man you know mountain climbers whatever Get to the top of a mountain, great. But have you made a podcast? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Although actually some of them do do video blogs, don't they, while they do it, so. But they're obviously less entertaining. You do yours. Yeah. (laughs) You record yourself when you're climbing mountains. Yeah, I do. I've got a GoPro on my head. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how they all do it. That's the the proper pro way of broaching it. I'm like Tom Cruise. <laughs> Beginning of Mission Impossible. We spoke about it's Mission Impossible a lot this last week, but <laughs> we have, um, yeah. You like yeah. Tom Tom Cruise in more ways than one, my friend. Um, okay. but yeah, so it's contribution time. We, we, we'll say, we'll obviously settle the bills. We're not saying like help us out or everything will shut down. Uh, but if you're able to help out, also uh, you know growth and improvement is an important part of the process here. Um, we're always on the lookout for the possibility of upgrading our equipment to improve things like sound quality, video quality, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, I quite often use a couple of subscription services that I sort of sign up for for short periods of time that are. I don't, you know like uh, useful sites for icons and buttons and symbols and downloading um sound filters and stuff that i apply to the videos to make them sound better and all that kind of stuff so if you if you have the means to do so and are willing to help out please do uh, we'd we'd appreciate it greatly and be eternally in your debt there's a couple of ways you can do that and this is the bit that i think people ignored we have got a little etsy store with a couple of bits of merchandise on it we don't like to just ask for the money we like to at least say well you get something for your cash um there's just two items on there it's pretty bare there'll be a link in the description down below but i think they're pretty spiffing if i do say so myself good word i've not heard that word since 1937 well yeah it it still works today as much as it did then yeah, we've got the Ministry of Dice mug, the uh, MOD for Life mug that's on there. You can now get your own mug. To, uh, There's not many of them around. No. Uh, it, it, those mugs work tremendously well with a Yorkshire tea tea bag. I know from personal experience. But yeah, there's only a couple of those around. So they used to be prizes. And I think Troy's got one. And I'm pretty sure Hingledoo has got one. Hingledoo. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you can get yourself a mug. Practical, nice, handy. Uh, and we also get a little slice of a cut of the sale uh, if you buy yourself a mug. And brand new, brand new products. Very exciting, this oh, one. Oh, these are good. Have to be seen to be believed, these. We have got some green and purple paisley socks with the ministry of dice logo on them that's what everyone needs that's what everyone absolutely wants. so if you're if you're mod for life and you're a member of the you know member of the ministry uh and you want to be able to kind of feel connected to the ministry of dice as you go about your day-to-day life but you're not quite ready to just megaphone it out in the street you need something just 
just for you, a little glimpse of it in your life, then these these socks, they will do that job for you. Slip them on in the morning and know that you're walking around having supported the Ministry of Dice, continue to produce content, grow and improve. And they just look great. I mean, they are stylish. Proper stylish. Proper stylish. Yeah. They are retro wizard dude socks. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So you can do that. Uh, also, uh, one other thing that um, uh, we should mention more often, really, that we don't, but we obviously stream our games live on Twitch on a Wednesday or a Thursday night every week. If you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, then you can you can help us out and financially contribute to the Ministry of Dice without actually spending any more money. Because if you jump over to Twitch and just, uh, if you haven't got an account, create one, you can do what's called a Prime subscription. Every Amazon Prime member gets one free sub that they can give to a Twitch channel for a month. So you could actually go and make a subscription to the Ministry of Dice Twitch channel for for one month or indefinitely if you can if you've got the energy and the motivation and the memory to go back every month and resubscribe with your Prime subscription. And you don't have to pay a penny because it comes as part of your Amazon Prime subscription. So we don't mention that one often enough and we should really. Because be. if you, yeah, yeah, because if you're already on Amazon Prime, then you're not even. It's not even an extra charge or anything. Um, and I'll tell you what else, the affiliate links. I know the Zartu Games one does decent, does all right, but we've got the Zartu Games affiliate link. We've got an eBay. We're eBay affiliates, and soon we're going to be Game Nerds in the US affiliates. Um, our application has been approved. They they are very excited to be partners with us, and so uh, our, our US listeners, our North American listeners, if you shop at Game Nerds, so if you're buying gaming stuff and you're buying from eBay, Game Nerds, or Zartu anyway, you can use the affiliate link through our website, and we just get a small cut, and it goes into the pot, and it helps us out with things like our, you know, our webmaster hosting fees and all that. Um, and you didn't have to do anything that you weren't going to do anyway. You know what I mean? Easy. Yeah, absolutely. Or, do you know what? Just send us a donation. Click the button on the website. Yeah. It says donate. Nice nice big lump sum, and then Andy can get a massage as well, which improves the quality of his vocal work on the podcast. It does. I could have done with that last episode with my narrator. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have done with, I don't know, actually reading the script before we recorded. Yes, preparation, preparation, <laughs> preparation. A bit of rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, there we go. I'm going to wrap that all there because it's always a bit uncomfortable in it doing the whole do you want to help us out, give us some money thing. Uh, again, I'll reiterate, it's all the pursuit of financial support is all in aid of uh, continuing the Ministry of Dice operation. Um, so any funds that you do contribute help out over at the YouTube channel, they help out on the podcast, they help out with the website, and they help out with the MOD PDM live events as well. Um, that prize box is starting to look a bit thin, actually, so it would help to have a bit of money in the bank to pick up some prizes and stuff as well. Definitely. Do you know you asked me to design a T-shirt? Yes, I did. I've been putting some ideas down. Okay. Um, but it's a little bit beyond my expertise. Well, I just need the image. I'll sort out the... No, no, the image. <laughs> also, I'm not sure that you'll... Um, you'll you, you might veto it, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what's this space? Although now you've said that out loud, they might be high demand for it. Let's see. Keep an eye on the Etsy store, folks. There may be some Andy England originals, T-shirt designs coming soon. <laughs> I might need Jordo's help. I might need to tap him up. <laughs> okay well fair enough but links to everything i've just discussed will be down below uh if you're able to do so we would really appreciate it just helps us keep things moving forward you know what i mean so um yeah i'm gonna stop now it's always a bit distasteful isn't it the, the old uh crowdfundy bit hey mister you got some spare change yeah it does feel a bit like that sometimes doesn't it to be fair, the, the the movement to the new hosts was because of better pricing, you know, and stuff. Yeah. And they um, seem quite good. Yeah, everything seems to be ticking over. It was a bit bumpy. The transfer of the podcast over to the new host mm. was a bit bumpy. Um, to slap some adverts in every two minutes, like an American TV show. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot I listen to that do that. Yeah. This, it, this is the 32nd advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> Vote on... Uh, item 274 
that's what American adverts are. They're all about voting and prescription drugs. Right, right. Yeah, no, I've not heard that. But, um, but yeah. But there we go. Okay, so Breath Weapon X Fest and give the Ministry of Dice some money. That wraps up our community focus. Should we move on to talking about uh, keeping things fresh and alive? Yeah. Fresh. Let's do it. Okay, on to the next segment. Right, okay then. Welcome back, folks. And this is it. This is the point in the episode where we actually do some Dice Masters talk. <laughs> Dice Masters? What is that? They're, they're like, what? <laughs> You've been chatting on about Marvel Snap and Taylor Pirates board game. <laughs> you then <laughs> begged for some cash, and now you're actually going to give us some content. That's right. This is the bit you've been waiting for. <laughs> or have you? Oh, well, true story, yeah. But, uh, I mean, we've been here before. Basically, uh, when, before Christmas, things became apparent uh, and the news broke that the Secret Wars set has been pushed back and will not be seen until May this year, at the earliest. I mean, that's still presently an estimate. Uh, Andy and I obviously then had a bit of a chat saying, oh, God, here we are again, because uh, this happened... Well, it's happened several times to us. It's certainly here in the UK, there's been new sets due for release and we've seen them come out in North America and then we've had to wait and we've had a long wait before the set finally drops over here, which uh, from a content perspective, obviously affects our ability to stay contemporary and up-to-date and of interest to people, especially if there's members of the community already have it in hand. And then the lockdown and the delay of Dark Phoenix Saga and Superman Kryptonite Crisis, that was a long that was a long gap there yeah. uh, where, we, where we had to think about how do we maintain our interest? How do we make sure we're still producing quality content that members of the community are interested in and support that journey in terms of keeping the game interesting? Um, and of course, now we're, we're back there again. So we started talking about that, Andy and I, and then I don't think we're the only people talking about it. A quick glimpse in Discord the other day, I saw that our man Troy from the Dice Coalition was sort of out there asking people, what are you going to do? How are you going to keep it going? And that type of thing. Um, so we wanted to join that conversation and put some of our thoughts out there and share some of our experience of having been there before, I think. Yeah, old hands at this stuff now. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think uh, to get started, my, my first piece of advice to listeners would be to uh, buy some Dice Masters related accessories like Dice Towers and Dice Trays. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I suppose that, that, that scratches the itch when you want to buy something to do with a game, doesn't it? <laughs> it certainly fills 25 minutes of a podcast. A crystal twister. Yeah, get the Crystal Twister. We highly recommend it. <laughs> Not. Oh, dear. No, I'm, I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> Although you're right. I mean, I suppose there is something about uh, blinging your game as a way of <laughs> just, I don't know, giving it a fresh look, <laughs> a fresh feel. <laughs> um, certainly, um, yeah, I think drafting is one of the big problem areas here because because we had such a long wait for Dark Phoenix Saga and Superman Kryptonite Crisis, when those two sets finally dropped, and they, they dropped relatively close together in the sort of centre of the year uh, last year, those who do actively draft and actively draft face-to-face, I think just gorged themselves on the two sets, just kind of went drafting silly and drafted them to the point of boredom now, where they're ready for something new and fresh to draft. Um, so... Uh, one of the things I would like to suggest is that if if your local scene is about is into drafting, and that's one of the points of concern in terms of keeping momentum up or keeping interest up, because everyone's getting a bit tired of drafting the same old Dark Phoenix set over and over and over again, is to maybe try and shake that up and take the drafting format and do something a bit new and a bit different with it. Like what? Well, so, I mean, I, some of the stuff we used to do at Element Games would be, uh, so these are draft packs, so you'd have to think about it, but if your store's got a bit of old dead stock hanging around, go, right, well, we're going to draft, we're going to use a Dark Phoenix Saga um, draft pack, but you're also going to get two Uncanny X-Men boosters just to mix it up and potentially introduce some new combos in the mix, something like that. Or... Uh, don't draft in the traditional sense of opening your draft packs, pass it around, select a card and all that kind of stuff. Do it at random, like proper random. Like uh, So one of the sort of drafty approaches that me and Andy have taken in the past is where we did this with the campaign boxes, actually. They were very well suited for this. We'll just get the whole set, shuffle them, 
I think did we draw like twelve or fifteen cards off the top, something like that? Yeah, I think I think yeah, we went twelve. I don't think we went over I think we just did twelve and then picked eight out of the twelve and then basic actions of our choice. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So get your rather than opening your display box and giving everyone a draft an individual draft pack and um you're doing it in the old school way, why not just open all eight face down, big mountain of cards, and just <laughs> dish them out or something. I don't know, you know what I mean? Make your best twelve cards. Um or anything along those lines. I mean, those are just two ideas that I've tried in the past. But we I suppose one of the aspects of this segment is to say we we're open to suggestions, as is the community. So get your thoughts and ideas out there. Consider yeah. consider that a little bit of fire to the fuse. Um, I think a campaign box actually suits that really well, um, especially if you've like, if, if you've got the campaign box, uh, maybe with um, the the draft pack, uh, not the draft packs, the associated team packs, uh, all stuffed stuffed in it. Uh, you could literally just, you know, get the cards out. If there's a few of you around the table, just deal them out like poker style. Yeah. And then, then if you wanted to, you could pass them around, or you could just use those twelve uh, to to build a team. And then dice wise, if you put them in the middle, or if you just just do whatever dice you want, uh, there's definitely scope in having a, that as well as just having that single unit that you can just carry put on the table it's everything in there you know dish out the cards help yourself to dice um bosh yeah there we go yeah absolutely um so that, that was one thing i was thinking about uh, you know when i was making some notes in preparation for this segment was thinking that in person face-to-face play one of the challenges of a set delay is that your drafting meta gets really stale doesn't it yeah, I don't think that I don't know, but I, I haven't seen a lot of people talk about drafting the campaign boxes because where they were, um, you know, they're, they're not draft product, they're not set in kind of, mm. they're not sealed. Then it might be a, a fresh look on, you know, new cards that you wouldn't have done it before. You might have done, and if you have, well done. But if you haven't, then there's a fresh look for you. Yes, absolutely. And what we'd like to encourage people to do, if, if your store is drafting and you have done things to keep drafting exciting and interesting, because um, we'd love to kind of collate in, incoming suggestions and share them with the rest of the wider community, is uh, hop onto our Discord or track us down on Facebook, ping us a direct message or whatever, uh, and let us know and we can share it in the next episode. Or, you know, I've got a formats and themes uh, page on the com website as well. So, you know, I can always add stuff in there um or if there's a google doc with a description i can put a link into it you know that kind of thing um like jay lachero for example when he comes up with his janky formats for uh, the california crew he sent me through like a written description and i've just cut and paste it's been dead easy (laughs) (laughs) which leads me nicely then to the constructed side because um while uh, a drafting meta can get very stale because you're waiting for a new product to do some new drafting with uh, we would argue that the constructed meta is just a case of making a new meta. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there are so many different formats or restrictions you can put into constructed games uh, to make them all completely different. Uh, I think there is there's a lot of um, life in, in what we have as sets uh, and cards uh, to kind of just keep us going whilst there's nothing new. Yeah, absolutely. We've talked, you know, this is a subject that we are huge advocates for, and we talked about it many times on the podcast before about the flexibility of the game of Dice Masters and how you can. Uh, I mean, we know that like the weekly Dice Arena, the Dice Fight Guys, uh, the Tuesday Night uh, KD Games crew, uh, the, the, those kind of online get togethers, they're sustaining themselves week after week after week by saying, okay, this week, uh, like on Double Double and Dice episode last week, they were. Um, talking about the uh, a sideboard format, for example, playing a sideboard format that used, um, you know, the uh, multi-energy cards, the like the what if cards and stuff. Oh, um, cool! With a rule, if you if you rolled the four energy, you could have this kind of you could pluck a dice out of one of your sideboard cards or something. I don't think they'd fully fleshed it out, but you know, you can just do just chuck something in like that, or make a little story like we're doing the campaign right now. Um, I know quite a bit about X-Men comic books, so we're playing storylines out, comic book battles out, and you have to be a little bit creative. 
But I find, I know you've said this before, I find the fact that I've had to sit down and sort of write a brief and think about like a gameplay version of a piece of storyline and what the bonuses and penalties might be if you win or lose um, as the person, you know, running my into my campaign. What's the word? You know, crawling my dungeon, as it were. Yeah. Um, that that it increases the level of commitment towards it, as does having a new team to build every week. I certainly found that prior to the lockdown when I had a more active face-to-face environment. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the more that you're, you're invested in it, the more likely, that I think we used to say about, you know, if you've set a, a format and given someone a week to team build and they've built a team, then they're more likely to, you know, get up off the sofa on a Tuesday night to get out the door. Um, it's, it's similar to the campaign. It kind of elevates uh, the gaming experience. It's not just a one-off game. Uh, it's 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 part of a story. It's part of something that you've invested time in to kind of make um, more exciting. Uh, there's you know there's there's a story to it. I mean, I'm really buzzing and looking forward to playing after we finish recording. Uh, but you know, it's, it's something a bit different. Did you bother to change any of your cards? Just out of curiosity, I thought about it. I wanted to do a switch, and then realised that you might have thought about that switch, so I didn't. Right. Okay. Uh, the only reason I ask is because I was thinking, like, one of the things with the campaign is that you, you, you're sort of tightening up. You're starting with a team that you build for the first section of the campaign, but as you go on, it it evolves, doesn't it? That's one of the things I like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought they did quite well, so I didn't automatically make a switch. Uh, although I was very tempted to, to bring in PXG, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I've. Uh, you know they they did a job for me. I quite like the cards, uh, so I I thought I'd stick and see how how they get on, and then maybe develop them further. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Cool. But yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't asking because I felt like you should, or there was a particular card that you needed. I was asking in the context of the idea of the campaign evolving and growing and changing. Because um, yeah. <laughs> when we did the um, the D and D one, uh, obviously there's less of a card pool for you know, um, Warrior Priest with Hammer. There's like two other cards. Hi, um, yeah. I'm Siri. Hi, Siri. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's my watch. Uh, whereas uh, Professor X, for example, has got, you know, what, I don't know, 12, 14, 15 versions. You know, Cyclops that has got like a, there's a lot to choose from. You could easily, you know, and there's a specific character. You could quite easily kind of change in different abilities, but still have the same storyline going on. So that's quite cool with the X-Men having so many more to choose from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Because I played the same batch of adventurers all the way through. Um, But we we grew the team because we, uh, the way Andy wrote it up was that, you know, the completion of a particular section of Dungeon you find a potion and then you were using cards like potion <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> yeah. or found a helmet or a sword or something that I could then use, you know, gear and stuff ongoing, which was very in line with the D and D idea. Yeah. Um, that last game you had like about like 17 cards or something. Stupid <laughs> on your mat where they'd collected all this stuff and got all these new abilities. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But I know that there's people out there like our man Andy May, Andy America, our North American correspondent. He likes to play around with these campaign ideas and storyline ideas and has done some versions. In fact, Andy, did you ever, I know you'll be listening, did you ever send, I feel like we talked about you sending me over your briefs and then you never did. Or did you send them and I never did anything with them? Just Let's just bottom out which one of us didn't do what we were supposed to do on that. <laughs> we'll get it done while we're in this dry spell, waiting for new products. Yeah, um, but there's lots of formats and different themes that you can do, and you can really, you know, everything from let's just ban a couple of cards that are getting really stale and boring. Because see, the other thing in the most immediate moment of now, I feel like Dark Phoenix Saga and Superman Kryptonite Crisis, because there was, there was Worlds and there was Gen Con and there's UK Games Expo and there was a couple of online tournaments as well. The focus around those two sets was quite competitive in tone. Yeah. in the first instance and it wasn't until sort of worlds passed which let's be honest was you know we were into october before everyone took a breath and i think there's still a lot of opportunity to continue engaging with those sets in a more casual kitchen table top manner in janky format scenarios or in um a more restricted sense so like dice masters versus cancer we said let's get rid of the the world's top eight cards and see what 
whether there's a bit of variety in there. Sort of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit with the achievements on that, but you know, there's all sorts of stuff. I mean, the formats and themes on the website, there's a huge list of things that people have sent me over the years and said, oh, we, we play 4th of July format and everyone's got to use red, blue and white dice. <laughs> you know what I mean? And stuff like that. Um, ladies' Night used to be a popular one. Dice Dice Kitty used to do a lot of Ladies' Night back in the day um, where, where you were only permitted. Sorry? Back in the day. Yeah, that was a long time ago when um, Cat used to be around. But... Um, she, she used to love ladies night uh, female only teams and stuff plants and animals make a team out of all characters that are a plant or an animal <laughs> do you know what i mean we did one at element games once where it was it, everybody had to have a rank so you, you know you could only play with a card if it was like a captain a lieutenant uh, a king a queen or, you know what i mean they had to have some sort of title or rank <laughs> attached to them that was a bit daft yeah but then i bet duncan still came up with some annoyingly good combo Oh, yeah, Duncan, uh, wizard of that stuff. Absolutely wizard of that stuff. Or um, I'll tell you what Duncan used to do well at was um, we used to do f- games where we would set, like, purchase cost limits. So your total purchase cost on your team couldn't exceed a certain amount. I feel like it was something like 25. Would that sound about right? Yeah, sounds kind of right. Maybe 25, 30, something like that. Um uh, and he used to come up with great teams around that. He'd, he'd have like a four-card team. He'd turn up with a four-card team to a full, you know, eight-card, <laughs> eight two basic action set set event. He'd come with a four-card team and win the whole thing because he'd just he'd, he'd have figured out like one piece of ramp and one piece of utility for two cards to make a winning combo go off, and he'd just have his own little fun with it. And it'd be really impressive to see. And that's the other thing as well as the person, you don't mind losing then in that respect because you're like, wow, <laughs> you've just pulled that off. That's awesome kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's more um, communal, a more communal experience as well um, because you're not quite playing so competitive. And let's face it, you know, there's no OP kits or whatever to be beating each other over the head. Uh, to get is there so you can sort of mine mine the sets for something a little bit more casual so in the first instance i'd be inclined to say that i think there's still territory in dark phoenix saga and superman crypto i mean you get in touch and let me know if i'm off the mark on that but i think so yeah well certainly when the focus is so heavy on master mold uh barry allen um you know the 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 2.5s that we saw uh, a little bit or was it 2.5 or 1.5 or somewhere? Anyway, the, the the next tier down level we saw quite a bit of at uh, Gaming versus Cancer uh, with uh, with different bits, and I'm sure there's more. more yeah, kind of kind of just fun ones. Yeah, undoubt. Yeah, undoubtedly. So yeah, there you go. I think you know we've been going on a long time about that, but uh, that's kind of where we're at. We we've obviously got the campaign going on right now that we're going to uh, play for. Yeah, that's I've got six seven weeks worth of stuff kind of lined up and ready to go to keep us going that's that's nearly two months of the of the wait done that's going to keep us invigorated and team building and playing Uh, and then we can we'll move on to something else i mean like even the simple stuff you were saying the other week we haven't even we haven't even looked at single affiliation and i've been saying for ages oh i wonder if these new teen titans are any good in the in a teen titans list you know yeah, nice themey single affiliation. That's uh, that's got to be on the cards soon. See how the new cards link in. We love a theme at the MOD. Yeah, we do. However, I know it's a long wait to the next set, but in our next segment, we can might bring you that little bit closer. <laughs> yes, okay. All right. Well, get in touch, folks. I really, uh, I do want to sit down and put a bit of time into updating that formats and themes page on BritRoller6.com. Go and have a look if you've not had a look before, anyway, because there might be a, a format in there. You go, ooh, never heard of that one. I'll give that a go. Uh, but if you've got one that you play at your local store or online with your mates or whatever, and you think it'd be a good addition that others would be interested in, fire them over to me. I'd love to add them to the list. Uh, but yeah, let's let's move on to the next segment and uh, let's take us into spoiler time, folks. Right, okay then, so spoiler time. Uh, remind me, Andy, which ones uh, were we going to do today? Um, we have got the... There's a couple of House of X ones. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Very exciting. That will get the blood pumping. Uh, yep. I think about three of the oh, other I know. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me just... Uh, so let me go to the folder. We put get it in a separate folder. Yeah. So, folks, whilst Chris is looking for those, we decided that we would help you through this uh this dry spell 
by reading out some of the spoiler cards that we have. Uh, that's exclusive to the podcast. Uh, we won't be putting them up onto the uh, spoiler page for a good couple of weeks. So uh, if you want to hear some of the new stuff that's come in, maybe at some point, then hold on to your hats. Yeah, right. Okay, then let's get into it. So the first card. go uh mind-blowing stuff i'm sure you'll um, agree believable game-changing uh, stuff uh, mate. Uh, certainly uh, at least three of those are going to have an enormous impact on the meta in i'd probably estimate 2026 so <laughs> <laughs> so look broken. forward to yeah I, I think you're right broken is the word i don't know what they're doing over at whiskey's designing stuff like that to be fair balmy unbelievable and 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 a common I know, yeah. Everyone's going to have it. Absolutely. Well, one of them is in the Origin Pack. <laughs> Unbelievable. What do you guys think at home? Do let us know your thoughts on those new cars. Do you think they're broken? Do yes. you think it's unbelievable? Two cost common. Uh, what What are they thinking? Um, it's it's out of this world. And, of course, let us know what kind of brews you anticipate yourself making in 2026 when these cards finally arrive. Okay, well, I think that brings us to the end. Shall we move into the outro? Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, there we are then, folks. As all good things must, this episode of the Ministry of Ice podcast has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. Oh, sorry. I'm still reeling over those spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) And we did. (laughs) I know. Amazing. Amazing. Can you believe WizKids still gave us those spoilers, even though they delayed both those sets? I can, because they do like giving us spoilers. Yeah. Um, and can you believe we have the balls, the goal, to actually then go forward and share them knowing that? <laughs> I know, knowing there's delays. And, but, you know, we're here for you, our loyal <laughs> and loving listeners. That's what we do. We're giving. We're not taking. We're giving. And we did. We did. Yeah. All right. Not much else to finish up on. We've mentioned a few times this episode. Get in touch. Uh, I'll make sure there's links down below to join our Discord, uh, to our Facebook page, so you can instant messages over there, to the email address and all that good stuff. Um, so fire us a, a note if you've got some formats to suggest for addition to the formats and themes, if you've got an idea as to how to keep drafting interesting and invigorated. Uh, we'll also make sure there's links there if you want to go buy yourself some Ministry of Dice Socks and all that good Ooh, stuff. Yeah, you do. Yeah, don't forget, we're still putting live gameplay out. If you want to see the campaign uh, that we've we've talked about today, we're a point of the episode going out. We should have our second game up. Um, and also, I'll make sure there's links to the, uh, the Google Doc I've got with our sort of game, the storyline brief and stuff that's unfolding and all that. So, so if, if you want to play along, you can do. And come and see us live. You can come and chat with us. Get on the yeah. chat. We can, um, you know, come and say hi be very nice to uh to, to chat with anyone who listens if you lurk if you listen to the podcast uh, you know you just listen to it on the commute in um thursday nights in the uk um what? google will tell you the time um come and hop on we're on twitch and you can All wednesdays. a little chat mostly wednesdays sometimes <laughs> thursdays if the football gets in the way <laughs> for sure yeah yeah that'd be awesome uh, and then keep your eye out on the youtube channel i've got some um partly recorded videos that i'll get around to finishing editing and throwing some stuff up there too uh otherwise that's it thanks for coming and joining us we'll be back in two weeks time with uh more dice masters filler content while we wait for secret wars to arrive <laughs> I- i've been chris otherwise known online as the true mr six and i've been andy aka phantom the ghost who walks <laughs> Ha <laughs>
Well, they've got a figure for him too. <laughs> I was only looking at them the other day. This is weird. And do you know what else? Since you mentioned Hunger Games to me, there's been yeah. an advert on the telly for Hunger Games for the four films that just keeps coming up over and over again. Is it? Yeah. It's good. So are you haunting me? <laughs> I'm not dead. <laughs> Oh, am I? I'll remember that for next panto. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the repertoire. We'll get it. We'll fit it in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>